Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. Coming at you with another solo cast to share some real-time thoughts, realizations, and struggles, too. Today, I'm actually bringing you a, as as it would be with a solo episode, one-sided conversation with me, myself, and I on, oh, the pains and woes of brain fog, anxiety, and overall just mental turmoil. And before you think, wow, that sounds too deep and I don't really want to listen to that, I promise it is not like insanely deep. It is just real-time experiences, thoughts, and I think at least a good way to get yourself thinking and pondering on how you can help support your own mental health, how you can help support other areas of life. So I promise it will not be deep. Y'all know I sprinkle in a lot of chaos throughout it as per usual. So (laughs) hopefully there's a little pockets of joy. But before we dive right in, I just for some life updates overall. um, So some may say, you know, this could be an existential crisis, but it's actually not. In the past few weeks, I've just been on like getting on such a high about feeling better in life and caring for my mental health and so because of that I've been you know like oh let's get tattoos oh let's like reinvent my wardrobe oh now let's get bangs and while I love like full front bangs they are such a commitment I think like committing to front bangs is as much as committing to somebody else in a relationship I mean the amount of care and upkeep that front bangs require I'm just I'm not there and I really don't think I'll ever be there in life. I I had them for a brief stint in middle school and it was so much work and so much, so much pain in the assness, you know, whenever they got wet and you had to dry them the right way or they'd get poofy or they'd blow around or whatever it was like, I don't know. I mean, you talk about a bad hair day, you don't know about hair day until you're having a bad bangs day and there's nothing you can do to fix it. And you just have to walk around all day knowing your bangs look like shit. But anyway, that was then, this is now. I now know that I will not have ever, again, front bangs. However, I did go for side curtain-ish bangs. Now why I say ish in there is because, I don't know, I mean, I guess curtain bangs look different on everyone, but what's funny about my hair is that it really surprises me (laughs) time and time again in how, you know, resilient it is to really doing what I want it to do So for a long while, I was upset because like my hair was losing like its curly, wavy volume. And so, you know, I try to do layers or, you know, do different products to get it more like wavy, curly, whatever, and nothing would work. And so I was like, okay, well, if my hair is going to stay like a little bit more straighter, wavier, you know, less curly, I might as well get curtain bangs, you know, and have the nice like swoosh that they like floop down over your, you know, a little bit of your forehead and to the side. I don't know, like I can try to share a photo on my Instagram so that everybody knows what I'm talking about, but just like nice, smooth curtain bangs that sort of like frame your face and kind of cover part of your forehead and just, you know, look flawless with that type of hair. So I get them. And the first day when they, you know, cut the bangs and then style them at the salon, they do look like that. But then like within 24 hours, all of a sudden my hair decides that it wants to be curly and wavy again. And that it wants to have volume. And so my entire hair idea of having these like nice, smooth, swooping curtain bangs suddenly turn into like curling masses on the side of my head that either look great or if they're slightly out of place, make me look like I'm wearing 
like a George Washington era wig, you know, like the guys with the big poop, like, you know, the thing where like you're in the pool and you flip your hair back and then it all like poofs up over your head in that certain way. And you look like a, you know, you're wearing a wig from the George Washington era. That is how I will look. Why? Because I now have a middle part for these curtain bangs. And then, as I said, my hair now decides to be curly and wavy and voluminous like I wanted it to be before. However, with the curtain bangs, it just means I have all this like poofed up hair around my head. I don't know how to describe it. I will try to share a photo, but I'm telling y'all, I go from loving them to hating them to loving them to hating them. I don't know how many times a day. When will it end? I'm not sure. It's only been three days. <laughs> so hopefully they'll grow on me and I'll figure out how to style them. But I don't know. I kind of love it. At this point, I'm just embracing it. I'm like, they're just quirky and fun and chaotic. If I look like I'm wearing a wig from the George Washington era, great. Maybe I'm just seeing that on myself. Who knows? But I don't know. They're kind of fun. I'm like, it's better than what I had before, right? That's, that's all I'm going for. So that's the most exciting life update besides getting another tattoo and other things that I'll save to talk about at a later date. But I guess going into the actual, you know, meat of the conversation today, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic of brain fog, anxiety, feeling frazzled, just mental turmoil in general is because I write articles on the side for this um, online publication called Health Union, and I contribute for their hepatitis C section, which if some of you are new, you might not know, um, I had chronic hepatitis C for about two to three years, a few years ago. Um, thankfully treatment worked for me and I was able to clear it, but it was still like a very like large part of my life. And so to be able to write, you know, articles and support pieces for this website on hepatitis C and the lifestyle and recovery and all these things, it's very fulfilling, satisfying, and I love it. And the other day I was writing an article about the experience of brain fog and just overall like mental cloudiness that is intensified when you have a chronic condition such as hepatitis C. And as I wrote, you know, typed out the article and sent it in for submission and everything, I started to realize, I was like, oh dang, like this is, this is actually like a very big part of my life. It is something I still struggle with. It is something that has like very recently taken up much more space in my mind because for some reason in the past like few months, I have felt so much more brain fog and just overall mental scatteredness and frazzledness and all the descriptive words there than I have in a long time. And I don't know what exactly is causing it. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk through in this episode. But I just started to think, I was like, this, this affects so many people. And I know I didn't hear about the term brain fog until like a few years ago. And when I found out what it was, I just felt such a sigh of relief thinking like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, this type of mental thing happens to people and it's not something you live with, you know, like you can work through it, but I don't know. I just thought it might be helpful to create like an entire podcast episode on it. Specifically also like this won't be from my viewpoint as someone with hepatitis C. This is more so like generalized mental fogginess, brain fog, feeling frazzled, anxious thoughts, whatever it is. Like this is an episode to touch base on how to get out of your own way when it comes to mental health right? Like how to support your mind and work through these mental situations happening to like live life to the fullest. And this is coming from my experience with it in general, from my experience with it during my eating disorder days. 
So I think it should be like helpful and relatable to just about anyone and everyone. So just diving into what, you know, my current thoughts with everything is, is that, as I said before, lately, last few weeks, last few months, my mind has just felt like a fucking whirlwind. I mean, like more so than usual, more so than what I would deem as maybe normal, even though, you know, normal is just a concept, whatever. So it's always felt full of thoughts, you know, nonstop thinking, but lately it's just reached this point where it now feels like it's a whole new level and it's like nearly debilitating that's the word (laughs) and so it's just like nearly every day it feels as though my mind is just filled with mud and I'm either and I'm just like pushing through it trying to swim through this mud to even get to my thoughts or I'm just like on the other end and I'm spinning out and I'm spiraling out and like I said before I think you know our minds everybody has a lot going on. Everybody's thoughts are going all over the place. We're thinking a lot, right? Like that's just being stimulated. It's living in this world. But I think there is a point in when you have to be aware of how, how far is this going, right? And that's why I used that word debilitating earlier is because where this before just felt sort of like normal to me. And it's just, I'm a fast thinker. I have a lot going on. I'm stimulated easily. It's now reached a point where it is, hindering my creative my creative nature it's hindering my work efficiency it's hindering my my general life and my happiness and my joy like it is just overall just becoming such a heavy weight on my mind and my my just soul as a person that it is now on the forefront of my mind and something that I definitely want to work through so I'm not trying to say like everybody has you know you shouldn't have thoughts all over in your head like I'm not trying to be like one of those yogis or meditation teachers and saying like your mind should always be still and silent calm like I don't know we live in a crazy fucking world if you're you know in your 20s or 30s or teens whatever it is like these are the most sometimes wild years of our life like I'm not saying like let's get to a place where our mind is silent and chill and calm I mean if you figure that out please let me know I'm just saying like this is a podcast episode to discuss like what this phenomenon feels like and some of the ways I've found to help and just thoughts I have on it. So going with that, I think right now what's been some of the hardest parts about this all is that it it has reached this debilitating aspect where this, this brain fog, this mental fog, like the heaviness, the mud that's in my mind whatever it is, if I'm stuck in that mode, it feels like I am just stuck 24-7 with these self-deprecating, harmful, limitating beliefs and thoughts about myself. And if I want to get any work done or if I want to feel focused or feel creative or relax or feel like joyful even, I have to like push through all this like mental mud and mental junk just to like get to get to my like what feels like clarity or like my own thoughts and a lot of the days it doesn't feel like I can push through that mental junk and so what happens is that I just like zone out on social media or I just like zone out you know watching a movie or cleaning the house or just like I get I find a distraction or something that like lets lets me stay stuck in that mental you know phenomena without having to do the work to like push through it and that's because it's fucking exhausting I mean, to just like constantly feel like you you can't focus or you can't find clarity or you're just like stuck on these thoughts, like you're ruminating, you're fixating, whatever it is, like it's just exhausting. And so 
of course, like my go-to escape from this unwelcome sensation is to scroll social media or watch a show and, or like I said, distract in another way. And while there's nothing wrong with either of those, it's just to a point now where I, I'm at a point in my life where like, I want to get shit done. Like I want to be productive and creative to ways that matter to me, right? Like productivity looks different to everyone, but I just, I have these things I know I want to do and I truly want to do them. It's not like I'm feeling forced to do them because of work or something. I truly want to do them. I just like can't bring myself to do it. And it's so weird because I think another part of it and why it drew my attention is because this is so unlike me. And maybe some of you can relate where like, I don't know, like for most of my life, I've been such a like go-getter. And like, if I have my eye on something, I'm going to achieve it. And I, I always would like get stuff done and create things and blah, blah, blah. And so to now be in this place where I feel like I can hardly get through like a simple to-do list for the day, or I can't even like, if I tell myself I'm going to spend 30 minutes doing XYZ, I, I, I don't even like get on my computer to do XYZ, let alone spend 30 minutes doing it, even if it's like such a small task, right? Such a small chunk of time. And it's just to the point now where I'm like, what is going on? Like this, this isn't me, you know? Like this isn't how, this isn't how I do things. This isn't how I go through life. And I've seen the effects it has on my work and, you know, work as in like actual job that pays me as well as work for the podcast, work for Instagram, stuff like that. And I don't know, like I said, the reason I'm sharing this all is because I think this phenomenon is so much more common than we realize, whether you call it brain fog, mental fog, I kind of call it like feeling just frazzled overall like my brain is just frizzed out, you know, like electrical shock. And then some, some of us don't even realize it's happening. Like, I don't know. I just, the way I kind of relate to it first is that it happened, started happening to me most during my eating disorder days when my brain was literally like starving for nutrients. It was overworked with school and just constant thinking about diets and diet culture and just filled with like the endless loop and whatnot of, you know, these disordered thoughts and beliefs I had. And so I think that was the first time where like, I don't know, it was just like my brain always had something to think about because it was thinking about like my body or food or exercise or whatever diet stuff was going on. So it just, you know, that kind of kept me in this like loop and cycle. And then, you know, if I started to break out of it a bit, it then started up again when I had my chronic hep C situation. And that time it was more of a like generalized lack of focus. Um, lots of like depressive thoughts cycling through, lots of anxious thoughts cycling through, getting like really fixated on certain things. And so now it feels like my brain and mind is just like a whole jumbled mess of everything. Like it's just constantly yo-yoing, cycling between like old disordered eating thoughts trying to push in, anxious thoughts, depressive thoughts, like fixations, obsessions, like like almost mini little addictions or like limiting beliefs. And I feel like there's like two modes that my brain goes between. And it's either in this like fixation, kind of like stuck in the mud, brain foggy, feeling like slow, unfocused, or it's like other end of the spectrum and it's absolutely frazzled. It's frizzing out. You know, it's like thought spinning, mind spiraling, feels like, you know, just things in my mind are going round and round and round and round and round. And so I still can't focus, but it's just like a different, it's like a different thing, right? Like the, the other ones like slow, unmotivated, 
sort of like just like can't find the like you know urge to do things or accomplish things whatever and the other end is like I'm so wrapped up in like the spinning thoughts and the spiraling whatever that I can't focus either but I'm much more likely in those times to like be ad- like kind of like moving you know like I'll do like deep cleans of the apartment or go on like a big cleaning streak or walks or just like randomly go out to run errands whatever it is because it's like I just I, I'm like my mind's moving a mile a minute and so like my body has to be moving right and whatever mode I'm in it's still like taking away from my like life and it's keeping me from focusing on my work and my creativity and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish and more so than that it's just also like I'm a big component of just like the overlap between mental, physical, and emotional health, right? And so I'm a, I fully believe that our mental landscape has a direct correlation with our physical landscape. And so if my mental health is out of whack, my physical health is going to feel it too. And I found this really good quote. I mean, it's not like revolutionary. I've heard it in different you know variations, but it just spoke to me the other day. Um, on Instagram, the handle is at Mitchell Clark. I'll try to link it below. And it was a gentle reminder. You're better than the narrative that your anxiety is creating in your head. And then the next slide, like you slide over, and the next one was a gentle reminder. You will never hear another person's voice more than you hear your own. Be intentional about the way that you talk to yourself. And both just sort of like made me stop my scroll and think on that. Because like I said, not revolutionary. We've all heard those phrases in one way or another. If you're on the world of Instagram, social media, self-help, wellness, you know, everyone says that types of stuff. But for some reason, it just hit me differently on this day because lately I've been working through so much of this. And I was like, damn, that'd be the truth, right? Like, how often am I getting stuck or spiraling with a narrative like in my head, you know, that my mind has created. And I think like, or actually I think like there's a difference, right? Where as the the first one, the narrative aspect, getting caught up in like the narrative that your anxiety writes, that's when I feel like I'm spinning, spiraling, like frazzled all over the place, right? Because what'll happen is that like my mind starts creating, my anxiety starts creating this narrative about how like I'm not accomplishing anything. Like what's, am I like even making an impact with the work I do, I suck, I should be doing more for my age, you know, like, but then it'll jump to, like, how my body image appears, like, it'll jump all over, and what happens is, like, it just spins and spirals from, like, thought to thought to thought to thought, and then I can't focus, and then I get, like, all worked up, and so I'll, you know, it's, like, distracting in that sense, and takes me away from the present in that sense, and then with the other one, where it's saying, like, you'll never hear, you know, believe anyone's voice as much as your own so be careful how you talk to yourself etc that's like more so when I'm in that like the brain fog the like stuck in the mud like slower sense of thinking and what will happen there is like I'll start to fixate and ruminate on something right so I'll fixate on like how unhappy I am with my body that day and just be like stuck you know my mind isn't spinning it's not spiraling it's just stuck and like every thought comes back in some way to like how uncomfortable I feel in my body that day or how my body looks or how my clothes look on my body or how I look in that photo or, you know, whatever it is. And so instead I just get like stuck. And what happens is that 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 self-deprecating, that harmful self-thought is stuck on a repeat loop in my mind. And so all day, that's what I'm hearing. 
let alone if this happens for a few days in a row, that's all I'm hearing. And so, you know, the same could be said for if my ruminating thought that day is something I did at work that was dumb. And I'm just thinking all day, like, how stupid I am at work and how I messed up and what so-and-so thought. And once again, I'm not like, I'm just like ruminating on it. I'm fixated on it. I'm stuck in the mud. It's just like repeat loop all day in my mind about how I suck, how I'm dumb, how I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. How I'm a failure, you know? And so it's been really interesting lately to just reflect on like these two areas, these two like spectrums and whatnot areas that my mind can go to. And, you know, it both, both worry me and both make me want to work on them. And I want to get out of this because as I said before, it feels like debilitating in certain areas of my life, but also like I, in whatever way I'm in, it's taking me away from the present moment, whether that's enjoying time with friends, relaxing, like truly relaxing on my days off, getting work done, being creative, like planning out my schedule, whether I'm stuck in the mud and ruminating or whether I'm spiraling and feeling frazzled, both ways are like taking me away from the here and now in the present moment. Side note, that's my next tattoo, (laughs) here and now. (laughs) We love it, but I need the reminder on my body, you know, that's how tattoos go. Um, But then the other reason it worries me is that, as I said before, like the mind-body connection is real and no, either of these situations is taxing on my body because it's keeping my mind in a state of like fight or flight, high stress mode. You know, like I do not need any more stress, any more cortisol pumping through my veins. And to have this like nonstop thought anxiety loop, you know, being loop playing nonstop in my mind or to be spiraling and, you know, all frazzled every day, it just makes everyday living like so much more complicated, so much more stressful than it has to be. And I don't know, I know like when I do have my days where I feel like kind of free of these, you know, kind of like mental states, like today, I I woke up and I felt myself getting into the um, kind of like ruminating anxiety, stuck in the mud mindset. And immediately I was just like, no, fuck no, this is my day off. I've been in a weird mental space for the past few days. I want to make the most of today. I want to enjoy it. I have plans with friends. And so instead of like, I I caught it right away. And I'm going to talk about how I catch these states now in a minute. But I caught it and I was just like, I'm not doing this today. You know, like I'm already stressed about things. I'm not going to make that worse. And so I don't know. I think that's like where I'm at now too is just reminding myself like, I'm working on myself. I'm working on my mental health and my emotional health because I know it has a direct correlation on like my my value of life, like how present and happy I am and content and all that, as well as how my physical body is and how my physical wellness is. And so I'm just truly trying to, you know, be present, be aware of my mental landscape and sort of support myself in the best way I know how. So I'm going to go into like the two different scenarios I've sort of worked out to help me identify what state I'm in and then how I sort of work through it. And I've just been doing this for like two weeks now. So, you know, brand new, (laughs) I'm not licensed, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not anything. I'm just telling you what I'm doing to help. But I'm just saying overall, like maybe it helps. Maybe it gets you thinking about something, I don't know. Sometimes all I have to do is listen to somebody on a podcast, say something that I already know for the 100th time, and it finally clicks. 
that maybe I should not be on my phone while I'm eating my food, <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't be on my phone right before bed, you know, or just simple stupid things that's like you hear so many times and then it's like the 100th time you hear it, it just clicks and you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then you, you change, right? So that's what I always hope by these podcasts. I'm like, even if this stuff seems stupid, simple, very like basic, sometimes you just need to hear it for that like 100th time for it to finally get through to you and help you make change. So here they are. If, if I feel my head is spinning, you know, thought spiraling, or I'm on the other end and I'm fixating on something, I'm stuck in the mud, I'm ruminating on it, whatever it is, instead of like letting it continue on, I'm trying to instead simply pause. I'm trying to simply pause. I'm going to breathe in and out three to four times. And this is going to help me slow down, be present and identify what is happening in my mind. So this morning I woke up and like I said, immediately felt sort of like an anxious fixation thought coming in through my mind. I was fixating on the situation that happened with a friend that left me feeling like sort of shitty. And I, you know, just was like fixating on what happened and how it went down and how should I fix things and what are they thinking and what do I, what am I thinking? Blah, 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 blah. Right. And I just felt my mind like moment I woke up immediately start on fixating on it again, you know, kind of like feeling stuck and knowing that I'd be kind of in this like brain foggy way today if I kept with it. And somehow, you know, because I'm building this muscle, I was able to identify like, okay, there, this thought is taking up too much space in my mind. I, I don't want that to be the case. And so I, I sort of stopped and I, I sort of started to identify, almost like pull apart the threads of what felt like a tight, bundled up, twisted ball of yarn in my mind. And so I identified that this twisted ball of yarn, you know, like I started to almost like imagine myself like unwinding different strands of the yarn to like untangle it or whatever. I'm probably not doing a great job describing this. Essentially though, what I was doing is that I stopped, I did my breathing, and then I I asked myself, sort of like thought in my mind, what is taking up like this space? What is causing this brain fog and this anxious ruminating thinking? And so I pulled apart like each thought, kind of like a strand of yarn, and I, I identified each of them. I, you know, acknowledged each of them, and I simply told myself like, I'm choosing to let this go. I can think about it later if it comes up, but I'm choosing to let this go right now. And I made a very conscious effort to be super, super present then with myself for the remainder of my morning routine, like very aware and present when I was brushing my teeth, when I was washing my face, when I was journaling, when I was walking timber. And I I kept like kind of like keeping myself from not keeping myself as if like pushing down, but I just kept reminding myself like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to fixate and ruminate on those thoughts. I see them, I acknowledge them, and I am choosing to let them go. And I mean, it's it helped. This morning, I've had a great day. I haven't been stuck in those like ruminating brain fog, mental like mud type thoughts. And so then the other one though, and also what I'll say with that is like those types of thoughts for me, when I'm like fixating or obsessing or getting stuck on something, it could be like a topic in life. So work, or what I'm doing for work, or what's next, or podcasting, or numbers. It can be like 
how I want to design my apartment because I can't figure out like my layout right now. So sometimes I'll just get fixated and won't be able to stop thinking about that topic for like hours on end. And I can't do anything. It's like debilitating. Like I, I don't think I, I don't feel like I can focus or do anything else until I figure it out. Which unfortunately, right, like things like body image or things like what's going to happen next in life or work or something like that, you can't just like figure out and be done with. So instead you're just ruminating and fixating on like a senseless topic. So that's why I'm like so adamant about working through this and changing it. But then sometimes it can also be like an experience or a person. Like I said, this morning it was an experience and a friend, a person that I just essentially felt like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I was just like fixating on this moment in time. And a lot of people will be like, ugh, they can't stop thinking about like a stupid thing they said to a crush or something like that, you know? But this is like when it's borderline like obsessive, like fixation. Like you can't stop thinking about it until like you you try to fix it or until you... I don't even know what, like most of the time I don't even fix it or I don't even address the thing. I just eventually forget about it, but I'm working to like let go of it more easily, right? More like sooner. Um, And then the other one is if I am spinning, spiraling out of thought, out of, you know, out of my thoughts. And so if I notice that something's off with my mental landscape and I do my breathing and I realize like, wow, my mind is spinning. Like it, it feels like there's a rabbit jumping off the walls in my mind thoughts are going 100 miles an hour. I feel like I, I need to like punch a wall or go for a run or like do something because like these this chaotic energy in my mind is now being like pushed through my body too. Like if I feel like I'm in that state, I'm kind of like, okay, what can I focus on right now? So the, the other one, right? I'm like kind of like breaking apart all these thoughts, like crowding my mind and I'm trying to be more like present and whatnot. But for this one, when I'm spiraling, spinning, etc., I'm instead trying to find something to focus on because instead my mind is so scattered, it's so frazzled that I can't focus. I'm like, it's like ADHD on steroids, right? I'm just like, blue, do, 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 all over the place. So in those moments, I have to do my breathing and I have to say, okay, Emily, how can we slow things down, right? Let's not, not fixate or ruminate. I have to be careful not to pick something that I'll fixate or ruminate on. Right? I don't want to go from like spinning and spiraling to hyper-focusing on my body. But I can go from spinning and spiraling to focusing on one task at a time, which for me sometimes is baking. I love to bake or to cook because it gets me present and I like I have to focus, right? Or sometimes that's a workout if I really feel like I have to get this physical energy out as well. Other times it's like sitting down to read because it narrows my focus and my head onto the words of the page. Now, sometimes it's too much. And if I try to read, I'll still find my mind like spinning out, spiraling. And that to me is an indicator, like I need to get some physical energy out as well. Um, But more so also lately, I've been trying to, when I feel that way, I, I do try to meditate in those times. I'll lay on the floor, I'll sit down, I'll do deep breathing, I'll close my eyes. And it's like, sometimes it's like nearly like painful to sit still and try to like steal your thoughts when you're in that like spinning out spiraling frenzied mindset but it's also like the best thing you can do for yourself in those moments and so that's what I've been working to do and that one's really hard but it is also very gratifying satisfying to then feel your mind slow down and to feel yourself get focused and to feel yourself like present and in tune and aware and so those are just some of the ways I've been working through it myself Um, But I know there's so much more to it. And I know there are, you know, there are health things that go into it as well. 
a lot of people with chronic illnesses, chronic conditions also experience brain fog or these phenomena. Um, you know, unfortunately certain like gut issues or hormone issues can also create this sort of like mental landscape. So there are, there are physical things that can cause it. There are mental things that can cause it, right? If you have anxiety, depression, um, another like sort of mental condition, there are emotional things, there are traumas that can trigger it. Like anybody and everybody can experience this in a variety of ways. I'm just hoping through this episode to bring some awareness and A, make you remind you you're not alone if you think this way. B, remind you <laughs> that it is possible to sort of work on it, get out of it, whatnot. And C, just sort of, I don't know, open up the space for you to think about it, to reach out to me if you have any questions. Maybe you bring it up with your therapist or another person in your life. Maybe you just think about it yourself. But I don't know. Either way, I just really hope this episode resonates in one way or another. Um, and I'd love to connect if you have any thoughts, you know, experiences of yourself, etc. I'm always looking to expand my own knowledge, expand just connections and, you know, communicate with y'all. So happy to connect on Instagram at Emily Feichels. You can always shoot me an email too. My email is on my Instagram. So I'll have that all linked below. But I'm going to wrap things up here because I do have to get some work done and then take Timber to the vets. Neither of us like the vets, so that's not fun. But <laughs> anyway, I'll wrap things up and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.